I realized I had become a woman mm. while we were watching Dead Poets Society. Um, hi, Sarah. Hi, Holly. It's good to see you. It's been a long time. It has. It's been like two weeks. It feels longer. I know. My my microphone was like crying <laughs> the other day. I'm happy to Go see ahead. you, and I am too. <laughs> Your microphone's happy to see me. He is. I can tell. <laughs> Standing up taller. <laughs> yeah, so today we have some special... Q&A action going on, right? With some questions that were submitted? Yes. Uh, we have yet to receive any answers to our questions that people have questions for us. So I guess when you talk into a void, people are like, why are you talking into this void? <laughs> <laughs> and why am I listening? <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> that was submitted by listener Holly. <laughs> so so yes today on cover your eyes we are going to be answering some questions hopefully i won't have to edit too much because of all of the silence because i'll be like i don't know how to answer that question yeah i know <laughs> but i think we have some good ones it looks like it this is a question. This one will be hard for me to answer. So this question came into the Gmail from Scott W. Um, what movie do you hate that you love? What movie do you hate that you love? Like you love it, but you wish you didn't love it? Yeah. I'm going to go with occult exploitation films from the 70s where it's like, she's Satan, bruh. <laughs> And then they're like out in the woods and everybody's got a cloak on and they're like, hail Satan, hail Satan. And there's like a nude woman in the middle and she's got like symbols and like bright red paint all over her body. At the end of the movie, she makes all the books swirl around and like all the guys die. And then everybody's like, she's over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I, so any of those movies, because as I'm watching them, I'm like, this is so awful. <laughs> but but I you're love still it. watching love it so much <laughs> yeah i my answer would be more along those lines i was just gonna say like all of the wayne's brothers movies like the scary movie series where they just parody all of the like scream and other movies i can't help it i find them funny <laughs> and i guess i hate that i like them but mm -hmm. i don't care yeah pretty much any movie with anna ferris i guess i'd say <laughs> i hate to love but i can't help it nothing yes. against her she's great Okay, so I have a question. Okay. Which role would you choose to play from all of the movies you've seen so far? Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. That question is from Anonymous. Oh, that's cute. I like that. I love their name and their question. <laughs> Me too. Um, oh my gosh, from the movies that we've done so far. Mm -hmm. So we have Fatal Attraction. I mean, my mind instantly went to Alex. <laughs> You too. <laughs> Roll of I a mean, lifetime. I guess it's Alex. I really don't want to be the girl from Less Than Zero. <laughs> she does get to kiss Andrew McCarthy. <laughs> Except she gets to kiss Andrew McCarthy and Robert Downey Jr. So 
that part's good. <laughs> I think I am actually Rodney Dangerfield from Back to School. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, are you going to go with Rodney Dangerfield from Back gonna, to School? I guess he would be the best. Yeah, I love him the most. Oh my God, I love that. Okay, That's well, okay, so what does it say about me that the two characters I thought of were really just because of the actors who they get to kiss. <laughs> it says that your boy crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, this is a real brain teaser. I love this question. Mm-hmm. I do too. Um, I think see, I just, I really feel like I want to be an extreme character Mm-hmm. Like Alex, I know. Fatal Attraction, or do I? I don't know. Let's get back to that one. Okay, that's cool. Um, okay, so I have another question that I think was good. Um, so, do you have a movie that, and this is from Jamie S mm-hmm. on Gmail again? Do you have a? Um, movie that you quote a lot that like maybe you even wish you didn't quote it that much but you do you know what I do and it's super super obscure okay Um, if if anybody says if I hear anyone say something like um who are you or who am I or any sort of like contemplative multi-level marketing scheme jargon. I always say the PPR, the organization. And then I also like to say, I am the king of the echo people. Oh God. Which is they're both from? they're both from Ruben and Ed with Christmas. I Glover. knew you were gonna <laughs> and how our assessment. Oh, that's and, awesome. And I just like always say, I always say that. And like anytime anybody's being like really overly serious, I'll go, the PPR, <laughs> the organization. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And I, I don't know. I really love it a lot. <laughs> Ruben and Ed, man. We watched that like freshman year on one of our first like double dates at John's house. I knew I saw that with you, but I totally forgot about mm-hmm. our double date, the yeah. double date aspect. Double basement date. Double basement date. <laughs> Watching an obscure. <laughs> oh my God. Kristen Glover movie. Mm-hmm. With Johnny Fever from. Yes. I think Johnny, Five. Johnny Fever. Howard. Howard Hussman. He's also at uh, head of the class. He was a. He oh was God, the teacher on Head of the Class. I've been a Howard Hustman fan since, like, oh, I can remember. He's great. He's gold. Seems like such a cool dude. I wonder if he's still alive and what he's doing. I know. We I should have him VCR. on the show. What? We should have him on the show. Yeah, let's find him. <laughs> I would love it. It would be like a childhood dream come true. Yeah, it really would be. Even if he would just, like, announce the show for us, like Johnny Fever. Oh my god. I have I bought a VCR at Goodwill 
Remember oh, when nice. I was visiting you and we wanted to yeah. watch Ruben and Ed? And we look, went to look for VCRs and there were none anywhere. There were none. And then we went online and they were like $200 yeah. or something. Yeah. So then I found one at the Goodwill. Um, and it was like $20 and I was like, oh my God, I'm getting this. Yeah. And then I went online and looked and they're all just like back down to $20 again. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, whatever. But I have one. So we've got to get together and watch it somehow. Oh, definitely. I have the VHS. Yeah. We've got to unite. Because you can't, you can't buy, you can only, the guy who made the movie only sells VHS copies on the internet and, and his website looks like he made it in like 1999 or something. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. <laughs> that just makes it even better. It totally goes with the movie. So if you can find the movie Reuben and Ed, please watch it. I'm pretty sure it's the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> okay, when's the last time you saw it? Oh, God. Like, yeah. maybe like eight years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I haven't seen it since we like watched it oh. then. So I haven't seen it since I was like 14. <laughs> I've seen that movie probably 15 times. <laughs> That's awesome. It still is like strong in my mind though. Like I definitely want to see it again. So we've got to figure oh, this out. Definitely. <laughs> Okay, that's you? a good quote. Once you said it was an obscure movie, I was like, I bet it's gonna be this one. <laughs> and it was. Oh my gosh. For me, I should have been thinking of this more, but I um I actually end up quoting <laughs> Dumb and Dumber a lot. <laughs> Sixteen Candles and Dumb and Dumber are probably like the ones I quote the most. What do you say? I just will be like, Harry, I took care of it. (laughs) Dan asked me to do something or whatever. I don't know. I was just like, Harry, I took care of it. And one time I was like working overnight, like an overnight shift. And I said, I said like, Harry. And then the other person working with me like finished it. And I was like, oh my God, that was so great to have someone else (laughs) that knew what I was about to say. That's probably the main one. There's something, too, that's, like, Joan Cusack in 16 Candles. She plays that one who has, like, the brace, like, an extensive headgear thing, mm-hmm. and she can't move. And someone asks her something, and she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what it is. And I always do that, too. There's things that just, like, stick in your head, you know? Yeah. And then you say them at the appropriate times. Definitely. Like, I am the king of the Echo people. <laughs> that opportunity comes up a lot. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I also quote the movie Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, even though I've never seen it. You've never seen that? No. It's the one with the Always Be Closing, right? It's intense. It's the one with Alec Baldwin, and he's giving mm-hmm. that like, speech, and they're like, Always Be Closing. Oh. We always just apply that to like whatever yeah. it is we're doing, like always be reading or always be whatever. <laughs> right. um, like real hard. Yeah. Always be doing laundry. <laughs> so this question is from <laughs> I just thought of a quote. <laughs> what is it? 
the other one <laughs> from Dumb and Dumber that I say a lot is like, don't you go dying on me. <laughs> when he leaves that like old woman to watch his stuff on our little scooter thingy. And he's like, don't you go dying on me. Oh, good. Okay, so, um, okay, Rose, she asks, how have y'all been handling your inner child since starting the pod? Mm-hmm. That's, like, way deeper than my last question. Yeah, that, this was super deep. I mean... I guess for me, I would say like my inner child, you know, is where I would have my insecurities and like my shyness is what I would say. So for me, that's probably like the main thing that I have to try to overcome is just like insecurity about putting myself out there and putting out our show and just being like, are people going to talk shit on it? Are people going to like it? Are they going to like specifically critique me or my voice or like things that I say and um so I would say that but I really just try not to think about it and just think Mm -hmm. about that we're doing this together and that we're doing it because we came up with the idea together and thought it would be a good thing to talk about and also Mm -hmm. fun and so I just think we're doing this for ourselves um first And then if there are other people who want to get involved, that's great. And Mm -hmm. if there are people who have bad things to say about it, I'll just try not to look at that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just focus on the fact that we're like enjoying it and we're getting something out of it. And hopefully other people will too. Yeah. That's what I tell my inner child. Nice. (laughs) How about you? Um, I feel like my inner child is like a really has been really terrified because of because I was like had childhood abuse sexual abuse and I guess I have like a very vague awareness of like we put the show out and then people listen to it and then like Maybe they listen to it for 10 minutes and they're like, I fucking hate that Holly girl's voice (laughs) and they turn it off (laughs) and like that that's going to happen. And I do that sometimes. (laughs) I mean, I'm not like that bitch. I heard her voice, but I'm like, I'm not going to listen to this podcast. Bless her heart. But like, I can't jive with the voice or whatever, you know? So like, I'm, I, I guess I like, don't feel that's not so much a concern for me, but I've also been doing like stuff for a long time where I'm basically inviting people to criticize me. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of times just by what I wear to the grocery store. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so like that stuff doesn't bother me so much, mm-hmm. um, but, but with my inner child, with the stuff, I didn't have a lot of memories. And as we've been talking and doing the show and watching these movies and having these shared memories, I'm having way more memories of when I was Mm. a little kid. And they were like kind of missing, you know, and I knew they were, I knew they weren't there. It was like, I had a vague, I had a vague memory that I 
used to remember my childhood. And so that's been coming back. And in the process of that, like, you know, like right when we, when we decided we were going to do the show, I had just come to the full discovery that I have to uh, let out what happened to me and like talk to some people and actually look at it and like address it instead of what I had been doing my whole life, which was to go, how can I push that away and not see it? Because I can't look at it because frankly, it makes me want to projectile, you know, like my body would like my gut would just lurch. And I'd be like, well, I can't do that. Basically, but that was my little inner child. And she's was asking for help. And so I had like, like decided, oh, I'm going to embrace her how I can now because I've I've recognized this trauma response that I've had to abuse. Instead of being angry at her for doing something wrong, because that's what happens when you're a little kid and somebody hurts you, somebody, especially when it's somebody that you think you trust and you love, and they end up hurting you, that you don't conceive that like they've got stuff going on because you're a little kid. So you think, well, I must have done something bad. So I must be bad. I've realized over the period of doing the show, my inner child has like been locked up in a room for a long fucking time because the other, some other part of me observed from a young age that if I act like an adult, I won't get hurt as bad as when I act like a little kid. Mm -hmm. And so the inner child became an immature brat who needed to be shut in a room and contained and criticized because she's the bad part that makes people do bad things to her. So letting her out of that room and giving her a big hug and being like, I am so sorry. Like that is not what we meant to happen, (laughs) you know? And so like when we watched Firestarter though, Mm. so I was doing like really good. Mm-hmm. Like I was having memories and I was like, wow, this is like great therapy with Sarah. Like, and that's another reason that I was like, I really kind of like, haven't really even thought about like what people think about mm-hmm. our podcast too much. Like I've thought about like some friends that I respect that I know have listened to the show. Like I've, I, I have wanted constructive feedback from them, but aside from that, I haven't really thought about it much. And I was like, so it's like, wow, this is great. This is like therapy and then really constructive therapy. And then we watched Firestarter. It was so triggering for me. Mm-hmm. Like I had to stop. I had to like stop and start that movie like four or five times when I was watching it because I just fucking kept crying <laughs> mm-hmm. because I was like, and I really lost my shit after the scene where they have like their like bonding night or whatever. The leotard um, night. Yeah. Yeah. The leotard night. Um, if you're, if you didn't listen to the Firestarter episode that we did, uh, with Drew Barrymore, she's like six. Um, basically there's a pretty obvious, um, implication that there's a pedophile that's grooming her in the movie, grooming her into a murder suicide. 
I was just thinking about like the implications of if there's like some period in your life where you feel like something got really messed up and you're like not really sure what was happening is like watch some movies Mm -hmm. that you watched in that time period because what I've discovered from doing the show is that I'm having all kinds of memories just not of like us watching the movie but of things that happened around the same time period. And so the whole thing has just been like really therapeutic for me. So. Yeah. I feel like it's been kind of therapeutic for me too. And it's like brought some memories back too. And we've had some conversations Mm -hmm. (laughs) based on it. (laughs) So it's for us first. And anyone that wants to join our party is welcome. That's how I try to think about it. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) That's great. Well, I'm so glad that it's like helping remember more of your childhood. Like that's huge. Mm -hmm. And hugging your adorable little inner child, Holly. Yeah. It's really easy to, um, you know, have that, put that blame on yourself when you're that little, especially. And when I was watching Firestarter, it was like it hit me even more because I'm an adult. And so, like, I was seeing this tiny child with these adults. I just suddenly connected it of like, oh my God, like, none of that is my fault. Like, I was like a tiny kid. Like, I was like really small. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Firestarter week (laughs) Mm -hmm. was like incredibly painful. But afterwards I was just like wow I have this whole new understanding for my little Holly you know of like wow you really were just this like tiny child (laughs) you were not doing anything (laughs) what a good question yeah good thing to think about let's ask another question yeah let me find one that's a bit lighter (laughs) How do y'all know each other? Tell me that one now, or wait. How do y'all know each other? This is from a southerner. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm an honorary southerner. Uh-huh. <laughs> me too. I've lived in the south for like half my life now. Yeah, me too, pretty much. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you want to do that one now, or? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, what do you think? How did wh- how do we know each other? I mean, well, the origin story is starts in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. I was looking at a yearbook, and it's like we had classes together before then. I think, but I like you do not enter my consciousness until fourth but grade. I think the the crucial part of us aligning mm-hmm. is that. My desk was in front of yours in the fourth grade class. And in the other classes, we had other people between our names because it was alphabetical. I think that's what it was. I guess it's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's just that easy. It's like, if you're two desks away from me (laughs) in my field of consciousness at all, but if you're in front of me, I'll be your best friend. (laughs) God, I've always been shallow. <laughs> but yes, I first remember. Oh, <laughs> <God. day. laughs> I just remember 
I don't know. It's like then I just remember we were together all the time. We're like talking all the time, probably getting in trouble all the time for talking. Yeah, we did. And we had the best teacher in fourth grade. I loved me too. He was great. He taught us how to play chess. Oh, nice. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. I've already forgotten how to play chess. That's okay. (laughs) But and we had a crush on like the same kid. Mm-hmm. And he was a crossing guard, which was basically like being in the military in grade school. <laughs> right. And in you uniform. <laughs> yes. I also <laughs> love men in uniform and authority. I don't know. <laughs> I think he was a sixth grader. He was. Too, which is basically like a grown ass <laughs> man at that age, too. It's like I would just go to your house basically all the time from then mm-hmm. on. Up until. Up until high school, freshman year, mm-hmm. when we went on a double date. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then it was me and my boyfriend and his best friend and my best friend. And then after the date, my boyfriend turned to me and he was like, I think we just lost our best friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. We all went to the mall. <laughs> yeah. Right? Was that the first thing? I think so. But like that's like it wasn't set up to be like a double date, right? It's just because Joe was his friend, and then yeah, I was your friend, and then yeah, okay, yeah. I I don't think we we weren't like oh my god, we need to set you guys up. Even though he didn't have the cool skater haircut, which was like the main thing I wanted, (laughs) because I was shaved. (laughs) Thing you wanted was the haircut. Yeah, (laughs) that angular haircut that falls in their eyes. Like the asymmetrical yeah that was like a huge part of skaterhood at that time <laughs> they could like like swing yeah. their head back and like their bangs would fall out of their face mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's I picked so funny the shaved head bald one what was i doing <laughs> yeah i remember you know what i was thinking about like when i was like in and out of sleep last night was um Remember we used to go to the library and we would all sit at like a big table and study like at the actual city library? Yeah. Yeah. We used to go hang out at the library all the time. So funny. <laughs> and then um, I would make out in the top, like up in the upstairs. Because <laughs> nobody ever went up there. And My mom used to work at the library yeah. and she said she found panties before. And oh. now I know they were probably yours. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Nice. I wasn't doing that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why not? I was actually just studying and going through microfiche. <laughs> well, you don't know. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, I'm really joking about how, like, oh, you know, we went on a double date and then we're like, oh, there goes our best friends. <laughs> I mean, he really did say that, like, but oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but I also think that it was that, like you were doing like this stuff the right way (laughs) in high school Mm -hmm. and I decided to like just fucking blow shit up like I felt like I was just like I just need to fucking blow it up Mm -hmm. and not the school Uh, (laughs) but I mean like just I don't know I just felt like a this urge to disrupt things and mm-hmm. and then we the story of how we re-met 
is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Why don't you tell it? (laughs) So my husband and I, maybe what, 10 years? Yeah, I think it was at least 10 years. I would say around like 2012 or something. Okay. So like we go down to visit my brother and on the way, my husband, on the way back, my husband's like, hey, why don't we go stop at this beach? And there's this really cool hotel that's like, you know. Um, And I was like, okay, great. So we're in the hotel room and I'm, I like, it was like, we just got there and I'm like, flip, I started flipping through the city magazine that they have. And I open the page to a picture of you (laughs) and your husband. It's so crazy. And I said, I basically dropped the magazine because I was like, whoa. And I said, Isaac, you won't believe this. And I was like, look, I was like, you know, my friend Sarah, I talk about. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, that's her. (laughs) And I knew her doctor and stuff. And I was like, so that wasn't a surprise. It was just, um, I was like, whoa. So I called your uh, office and I told your receptionist who I was <laughs> and then you called me right back and you're like well where are you at and then I told you and you go yeah we live like two blocks away from where you're <laughs> at right now it's so crazy <laughs> I still can't even believe it when I think about it so that's how we reconnected Yeah, so like 16, 15 years after high school or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Just out of the blue. Yeah. Then we like stayed in touch, but you know, I moved around a lot and we Mm -hmm. like, I don't really do social media that much and neither do you. Mm -hmm. And it was like, Mm -hmm. you know, we would like stay in touch and then we knew if we talked, we would be friends and everything, but we didn't like talk every day. Right. And then, like, we visited a few times. And mm-hmm. then, like, the last time I physically visited you was, like, 2017, I think. Yeah. I was on, like, the interview trail. Mm-hmm. And I had an interview in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Or South. Yeah, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then I drove to see you. And that was great. Yeah, and then that we, was like, kind of stayed in touch. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was so fun. And then it was like staying in touch, staying in touch, but like not that often. Because mm-hmm. I honestly don't stay in touch with anyone that often. I'm really terrible that Me way. Me too. You yeah. too. It's like if you're not in my immediate vicinity, it's really just, I'm sorry I'm an asshole. But yeah. I think about you, but I'm probably not going to call you. Okay. I'm the same way. Because in my mind, it's 1980 and <laughs> long distance calling is very expensive. <laughs> yeah. Is this worth the long distance? No. So you just wait. But yeah, so then it's like, I really don't remember the last time we talked since I saw mm-hmm. you in person. Maybe yeah. just like text here and there Maybe or something. Maybe just text here and there, yeah. Just and kind then of check up during, on each other. Yeah, COVID, we started like mm-hmm. Zooming. Mm-hmm. Or I think you got in touch with me first. And mm-hmm. I was like, we should Zoom chat or FaceTime. Well, and what was weird was... I was like listening to a lot of podcasts Mm -hmm. and 
you know, I'd listened to podcasts for a while now and, but I just, and I was like, I kind of want to do one. I think it'd be <laughs> fun. And then I just kept thinking about you. Like Sarah's like the perfect podcasting partner. And then I felt like when we, when we finally talked, you were just like, well, I have an idea already (laughs) for it. That's so crazy. (laughs) You know, I just, it felt like, yeah, obviously Mm -hmm. we would do it. Wow. I didn't realize you'd already been like really thinking and like had, had me in mind. Yeah. I feel special. Yeah. Well, you are. (laughs) yeah then I was just kind of like um because Dan and I had talked about like the premise Mm -hmm. and then so I was like well I think I guess I'll just tell her since you were talking about it anyway and then I just like threw it out there and you were like Mm -hmm. we should just do it oh my god I didn't (laughs) think it would actually ever happen (laughs) we're just talking and then you just like got the ball rolling from there and then Bismarcky was like our fairy godmother or muse or something. Remember? God, yes. She sent me the text, just randomly sent me the text yeah. of the Bismarcky album that you had found. Yeah. It was the single uh, cassette <laughs> type. Okay. <laughs> just a friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, like, when you texted me later to be like, I have ideas, like, we should really do this. Like, right mm-hmm. when I read that text, the Bismarcky song, like, came on the radio. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that is so weird that you randomly, like, messaged me his album. And then that song came on, like, when you sent the message about the podcast. So I was like, I guess it's destiny. <laughs> You're like, shit, now we have to do it. Yeah, Bismarcky is <laughs> willing this to happen. <laughs> so yeah. it must. He really is our, like, fairy pod mother. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so cute. <laughs> I totally missed that one. <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> we should write him a letter and let him know. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great question. Yeah, it's like I never so layered. Thought, I never thought to tell people how we know each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because like we came from the Midwest and then we both ended up on separate coasts. Yeah. When we were like starting it. And now we're in the same time zone, but yeah, not back in the same, same area. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. What's... The next question. Do you um, have the next one? Let's see. Yes, I have another great question okay. from Anonymous. Nice. Anonymous's question is: Which actor would you get to play the teen you? Oh my god! I mean, Anonymous is killing it right here. I love these questions. They're like lighthearted, but then fun, and like they could be, you know, layered. Mm-hmm. And deep, if you want. Mm-hmm. Who would play the teen me? Oh God, this is like I don't. I don't want to pick someone that I don't want it to be. But <laughs> <laughs> so okay, like when I was a teenager, it doesn't even make sense. So like when I was mm-hmm. a teenager, people would always call me Elaine because of like my curly hair. But like, so when as a teenager, you know, mm-hmm. when you're like a teenager and someone tells you like, oh, you look like this or you look like mm-hmm. that, that like 
sticks in your head when you're a teen because you're still like trying to figure out who am I? What do I look like? What's going mm-hmm. on? But um also <laughs> my um high school boyfriend, so his brother was like older than us and he was like an English major and he was also in the army and he was like so sarcastic and hilarious and I like loved him. Mm-hmm. But he would always call us Kevin and Winnie, which I hated because I hated Winnie. And then he also called us like David and Darlene (laughs) for Roseanne. And so I think of Sarah Gilbert because she had like the long curly hair too. Right. um, So those are the people that like jump in my mind, but none of those are like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I would, the first thing I thought of was Meryl Streep now Mm -hmm. in the role of a lifetime. Can Meryl Streep now? Pull off teenage Holly. Oh my god, that's the question. I look nothing like Meryl Streep. I feel, I guess, I feel like kind of arrogant. Like, if I picked somebody, no, like, uh, like, I'm like, oh my god, I shouldn't pick anybody who I think is pretty because then people will think I'm arrogant. Yeah, and how many ugly actresses are there to choose from? Like, come on. They don't let ugly people be actresses, unfortunately. <laughs> I was like, who's a mediocre looking actress? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so people no, won't think I'm an asshole. <laughs> um, do you have a movie theater memory that stands out as a kid? Oh gosh, yes. I have several. Pick your top five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think that I think. It was a Tuesday evening. I believe oh, yeah. it was summer. I believe it was like right when we were right before we started sixth grade. We so you and I go to the movies and Nana bought us tickets and then left. And we went to see Dead Poet Society. And mm-hmm. my menses had blossomed (laughs) into a flower of desire that thrust me into the forefront of womanhood wow so i I was eating popcorn next to you while it happened it's great (laughs) the release date for that movie was summer you're right it was june 2nd 1989 yeah there we go the summer of your womanhood Mm -hmm. Was. Oh, I don't remember Ethan Hawke was in that. Yeah, he was the little BB one. Mm-hmm. Which one of the actors really brought your womanhood on for you, do you um, think? Actually, I think it was the one, it was the guy that uh, <laughs> killed himself. I knew it. I know. Me too. Robert Sean Leonard. Yeah, I was like drooling over him the whole movie and he killed himself. Mm-hmm. We know. <laughs> I was like, great. <laughs> yeah. We have a flair for the dramatic, even at a young, young age. Is this the kind of guy I'm going to like forever? <laughs> Fortunately, it only lasted until. Wow. Yeah. That's a husband. Powerful <laughs> <memory>. not like <laughs> mm-hmm. How about you? It's hard What's to top that one. Movie memory. My strong movie memory. And let me look this up if you don't mind really fast. Because oh, I yeah. just want to put a year on it. But mm-hmm. so in junior high. Um, there was a boy and 
And I thought, no, actually it was freshman year. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was so cute. And you did too. Um, mm-hmm. And his name was Seth. And he had the curly hair. And I was like, had the biggest crush on him because yeah. he kind of like David from Roseanne. Right. And then he actually like liked me too. And I was like, yeah. oh my God. And I was like, so happy. Mm-hmm. And we went to the movies, maybe with you and someone else. I don't mm-hmm. even remember who. We did go to a lot of movies. That was like, <laughs> we did. <laughs> um, and so I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm like going to the movie with him. He's so cute. I have the biggest crush on him. And like everyone in school loved him because he was just so nice and funny and just mm-hmm. adorable. Okay. And I think that we went to see the movie Delirious with John Candy, which came out in Delirious. Yes. <laughs> exactly. That was the opening song. And, um, So we were watching it, and then I remember he, like, put his hand on my leg, and I literally got, like, chills and felt, like, repulsed, which was not what I was expecting to happen. Oh, right. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is so weird, because I like him so much, but, like, when he touched me, I had, like, a physical reaction of rejection and ickiness. Do you think maybe you guys are actually related? Oh, my God. I don't know. And because you guys kind of like could be mistaken for being related. Mm-hmm. I mean, possible. like, you know, There's something like in me. And I've never yeah. had anything like that before. Oh, or since a serial killer. Ew. His dad was a preacher. So, but yeah, that's like a really okay. strong memory for me of just being like, whoa. Yeah. And then I was instantly like, okay, I'm not. Yeah. Nothing's happening with him. Like, yeah. not like I was planning on anything too advanced sexual because I was like a freshman. Mm-hmm. But, well, maybe I was. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> but I was just like, okay, this is not the one. Like, nothing's right. happening here. But yeah. I I was disappointed that I felt that way, but I couldn't yeah. hide it. You know what I mean? Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very interesting. It is. When you like miss the mark that much because you're like, this person looks attractive like it's very confusing it is what is that (laughs) maybe you're related (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe your dna was like (laughs) oh yeah something deep inside of me was screaming out to get away from him well because there's the opposite of that happens too where Mm -hmm. well maybe not totally opposite but where like I know there's like, I've met people where I didn't want to date them. I really wasn't, didn't even feel very compatible with their personality. Mm -hmm. But like my body (laughs) was like really attracted to their body. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you have to be like, okay, well, that's not, that's like your DNA being like, good match, good match, (laughs) good match. Yeah. Baby, baby. We'll make cute baby. <laughs> like, I don't want a baby and I don't like that guy. <laughs> like, hey body, knock it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So, I guess I'm sure there's like studies on it or something, but it is mm-hmm. I just still can't believe like what a visceral feeling it was. Uh, I remember you like I remember us talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that you were like, ooh, because I thought he was cute, but I didn't have a crush on him. Yeah. Like he seemed kind of neutered to me. 
Yeah. Or something like there wasn't like, I felt like when he would shake your hand that it would be a limp handshake. I'm sure it was. I guess that was kind of how I felt about him. It must've been a limp hand on my thigh. And I want like a nice firm handshake from my date. (laughs) He was very mild. I don't know why I just liked him so much. I think it was the curls. Seems like maybe you um, liked guy's hair a lot. Maybe. I do. It does sound like you. He had brown curly hair and mm-hmm. I had brown curly hair. So mm-hmm. maybe I just was really in love with myself. And maybe we were related, just like you said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go I... do a 23 me and try to find him. <laughs> I wouldn't be popped up. Imagine. <laughs> It'd be kind of cool because it would be like it affirming. Be. Yeah, it would be. That'd be really cool. All right, I'm gonna try to find him. Yeah, do it. <laughs> That'll be another episode oh when God. I find out that I dated my cousin. <laughs> oh my god! I had okay. So you know the boyfriend we you met your boyfriend through. My yes. Boyfriend. So we'll call him. Uh, I said his John. name earlier. Yeah, we'll just call him John. Okay. Um. So. So John and I, I think like maybe he, he probably looked, I don't, I don't think we looked related, Mm-mm. but of all of the guys I've ever dated, he probably looked most like me because mm-hmm. I think it was just that we both had big blue eyes and like the same hair color, but like our, the rest of our facial features were not some, like none of our facial features were similar, but anyway, whatever. This one time, this guy, we were out at a park, and this guy asked us if we were brother and sister. <laughs> and then you started making out in front and of him. I said yes. <laughs> and then John leaned in and gave me a really big kiss. And the guy was like, What? He went, What the hell? Oh, why did I know that's, that's what you did? <laughs> and then we just started laughing hysterically. And I'm sure he realized that we were not. <laughs> That first initial, you know, was like. (laughs) That's great. But but we were not related. Uh, (laughs) I don't think. (laughs) Well, that was fun. I feel like we learned stuff about each other still, too. We did. I think I would want, I've decided now, I would want uh, Kirsten Dunst to play me. I identify with her in a very particular way that has to do with like his ability to like politely be like fuck off for something <laughs> I can embrace that and also she was in the virgin suicides and I was extremely suicidal in high school so <laughs> it's mm. also fitting <laughs> wow. when I watched the virgin suicides I was like oh wow yeah this feels like me <laughs> when I was in yes high school like I mean I had read that book before the movie came out and was like obsessed with it but then when of course Sofia Coppola did the movie and she just is like her cinematography is like a song you know I mean it's just a beautiful elegant movie but anyway so yeah I think I go with Kirsten Dunst for Teenager Me it's a great choice I like Juliet Louise Dreyfus for you I like it too. She's she has always reminded me of you. Like that's wonderful. Like just pretty much my whole life. And I like whenever because I watch because like we watch Seinfeld all the time still. And Mm -hmm. 
I'm always like, Sarah. <laughs> Sometimes she'll like do something. I don't know. She'll just like move a certain way or like say something <laughs> a certain way. And I'm like, oh my God, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so flattering. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Awesome. Yeah. So should we wrap up our mm-hmm. Q&A? Yeah, probably. It was. I'm, I had a good time. I did too. I was kind of scared at first. Mm-hmm. Not like really scared, but just like, mm-hmm. oh. Right. Kind of scared. Well, and I've also had a little bit of like a weird time addressing the podcast to listeners because I feel like I feel very safe when it's you and I talking. Mm-hmm. But like as soon as we're like, hello, hey, listeners, um, <laughs> welcome to Cover Your Eyes. Um, donut, donuts to our Patreon at, you know, it's like real weird. Yeah. And so I so I feel kind of awkward about it. And so I was also kind of like, I don't really know if we should answer these questions because I'm like, who, why would you care? And then I was like, wait a second. I really enjoy it when I listen to a podcast and I learn about the people whose podcast I've been listening to that have been like telling me about this other topic or whatever. I don't feel too weird about it. And I, you know, thank you listeners for helping us through this awkward adolescent stage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, the questions were so good. Yeah, they really were. I really liked them. Yeah. And um, if you asked a question, please email us your address if you so desire. And We'll send you a custom-made sticker and probably something else, just depending on what I feel like sending you. And okay. also, if you want to review the podcast and then take a picture of it and email it to us or something, I'll send you a sticker and something else, maybe, if you're lucky. <laughs> if I'm feeling hot. I'm ready to pack up something for you. <laughs> Take it to the post office. Hot and ready. Yeah. And if you review our show in the next 10 minutes, we'll send you a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. We can't afford that. No. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I, that's a amazing. A custom sticker. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you a custom sticker. Send me one. <laughs> I'm going to send you one, too. Okay. Thank you. I realized there's something I forgot to put in your package. Mm. That after I, so I was like, well, there we go. Awesome. Next package. I'll look forward to it. Yeah. So um, I guess we should say bye and stuff. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part for me is the, like, oh, wrap man. up. The worst part. Yeah, the worst part is saying goodbye. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> That's another quote from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I um, can't stop. All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening and putting up with our awkwardness as we attempt to speak to you listeners. Um, yes. And thanks for the amazing questions. Yes. They were really you. good. It was fun. <laughs> awesome. Well, we'll be back next week with a movie. 
And if you have any movie requests, uh, let us know. Because if we've seen them when we were a kid, we might watch it. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye, Ellie. (laughs) Bye, Sarah. (laughs) Also, if you have ideas for other movies we should cover in the future, we'd love to hear those, too. Thank you for listening to Cover Your Eyes Podcast. If you like our show, please feel free to count the ways. Find us on patreon.com backslash cover your eyes. You can also visit our store on Redbubble at Cover Your Eyes Podcast. And don't forget, we love it when you subscribe, rate, and review. Are we going to say see you next Tuesday? So, <laughs> Okay, we could say bye, y'all. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>